Hi, it's Chris Watkin, and I'm back again with James Dearsley, who's here to talk about whether PropTech is full of shit. What do you mean by that, James? That's a good opener, isn't it, to be honest? Um, yeah. Oh, it's difficult, because I think... Um, it is like PropTech bingo, though, isn't it? It Pla is. Well, Mr. Goddard was here, wasn't he? Yeah. Platforms, solutions, But you didn't, didn't get omni-platform. Oh. I was a bit disappointed with that. Yeah. I'm, I think I mentioned it, though, because, because yeah, I'd love to know what an omni-platform is. Well, it's like omni-channel, isn't it? It's like everything. So it's a platform that's open to... to anyway, I'm not here to question Mr. Goddard, who is a great friend of mine, so I shouldn't do that. But, uh, but no, so it gave a little bit of inspiration to it. Um, because let's be frank, you know, technology is often misunderstood. It's often a little bit um, fractured and argumentative within an industry that it's trying to sort of disrupt. And I do think that there is often uh, an interpretation by perhaps the traditional industry that it is just a little bit of hot air. And it's, a, it's a bit of a buzzword, isn't it? Totally. Yes. You know, you know if, you've got a, if you're on a state agency supplier, put the word prop tech or God forbid, put the word blockchain on it. Oh, yeah, you like that one. Yeah. I remember that one as well. But no, but so if you chart back about five or six years, every single venture capital deck that was put forward by technology supply had the word PropTech in it. About seven years ago, every single deck was put forward with blockchain in it. It's all buzzword stuff. And I remember, I mean, it was back in the early 2010s, and the word RETech or RETech was coming over from the States. And, you know, I'm as, as guilty as probably very few people at that time to say, well, RE tech means absolutely jack shit to everybody. And the industry doesn't understand what real that estate real tech estate. is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you've got commercial real estate tech or corporate real estate tech, was Cretech was the other one. What but does, that, it wasn't what does that stand for? Well, so Cretech is commercial real estate technology. <gasps> right. Or so it was all lumped together as prop tech then. Yeah, so we, we sort of came up with a universal definition of a, of a marketing phrase. The, at the time, because, you know, uh, social media was in it, sort of it's a nascent period as well. And so you could have hashtags, which was prop tech. And it was really to say, well, the, you know, to be brutally honest with you, Chris, the, the Americans coming in with their RE tech didn't mean anything to the rest of the world. So um, it was at the time and there was no community got together and, and prop tech was a phrase that was captured. But in absolute and honest reality, if our industry is thinking prop tech is the answer or as a silver bullet, as some of your guests have said previously, it's not. PropTech is a, is a symptom of change. It's not the change. The change is a digital transformation period that we're going through, which takes years and years and years to go through. And a lot of that is about a mentality shift. Almost like a state of mind. Shift. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. So most of the people watching this are going to be estate and letting agents. What could they do differently to embrace PropTech or whatever it's called? Well, I think first and foremost, it's, it's a a genuine and heartfelt realization that PropTech is number one, not a silver bullet, number two, it is only a, a small symptom of the change. And I think the one bit of advice I would give any um, estate agent negotiator, like I was back in, back in the day, is You're just to be open. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah back in the day. Um, and actually that's part, part of why I went on that journey in the first place, because I was a part of the Foxton's team um, back in the day when really they went through their first period of digital transformation because what they were doing is they were adjusting their systems from that okay. sort of hot box, applicant box to digitized systems. So what does, what does digital transformation mean to the average man and woman estate agent on the high street? Well, I think first and foremost, you've got to look at 
the sort of the framework of what digital transformation is. Um, and, whether, and to be honest with you, it's whether or not it actually impacts that sort of person on the street in a primary role. And I don't think it necessarily does. But again, it's that open-mindedness to look at it. When so, you say the person on the street, we're talking about our customers here, are we? No, I'm talking about an estate agent, negotiator, valuer, uh, manager okay. of, of a branch, perhaps. But, you know, and this is where that, that confusion and, and problem around PropTech comes. Because if you break down a framework of digital transformation, you're looking at really five core things. Um, you're looking at customers, you know, who are your customers? And the important bit there for the industry to realize is, is it your customers now or is it your customers in the future? You've got to understand both. You've also got to have an understanding of your competitors. And that's a really important one and actually probably something which is um, better for the, the sort of the standard estate agent to understand. Who are your competitors now? You know they are, they're all on the high street. You can see them all. Yes, you've had some disruptive models coming in which are trying to disrupt the space, and they are your competitors today, but also who are your competitors tomorrow? And then what is that almost like if Amazon decided to decide to sell houses? Yeah. And so, well, yeah, I mean, you've got to look at that in two ways, really. You've got competitors which could be within industry. So, you know, we've just seen Purple Bricks have started up an advertising campaign again on the commissary thing. That is a disruptive competitor from within. And then, as you quite rightly say, You've got your ancillary competitors, or what is often termed asymmetric competitors, which have got you know, nothing to do with the industry today, but absolutely have got the power and the consumer understanding to impact the industry in the future. So that's quite difficult, but that's for the sort of the, uh, both the powers that be at the top and also the negotiators. But you've then got three other um, areas around data, is a massive instigator of digital transformation, understanding the data that you hold, and that's something that going back to my experience, is really where Foxton set themselves apart back in the sort of the late 90s and into the early 2000s. Well, you did do, because you had that Chiswick hub where you actually used the data, whilst used most it. estate agents, they put it into the CRM and then it's never seen again. Well, I don't know if it's necessarily about using the data. I think it was about collecting the data at that point. Yeah, there's no point collecting it if you're not going to use, not it. Going to use it. But uh, sometimes, and this is, I think, still where we are now, a lot of the agents aren't necessarily, they might be collecting some data, but they don't understand the data. They don't understand how they're collecting it, how they're structuring it, and how they're then using it. So that is the next bit of digital transformation. And then you've got the last two, which are probably a little bit more fluffy um, around innovation, which is probably where the prop tech bit fits in finally. Okay. You know, what are the innovation um, elements? And then values. What are the values of the estate agent? And trying to understand new values now, which are probably about you know, just sort of being an estate agent and then looking forward yeah. to the values of the future and where do you position yourself? It's interesting you said earlier on that people think prop tech is a silver bullet, you know, that and um, all most estate agents, their biggest problems is bringing new business in. But if you actually look at it, number one, are there any prop tech solutions that do that? Because, you know, because let's be frank, most prop tech solutions are sorting out what you've got at the moment. And, in in and, what and, sense? Give me an example. Well, most of the prop tech, if you want to go and buy a prop tech solution off, you know, from one of the stands that you see at the negotiator or EA Masters or whatever, it's all about helping them look after what they presently have. Yeah, totally. I absolutely agree. And, it, and it's very much a sort of a short-term perspective of, of help. Okay. And you can easily position that at the very forefront and the sort of the point of sale, cold face style solutions. And, and really, that's where I think a lot of the frustration gets built up amongst the people that you know, we know and love and, and have been, which is, I'm a negotiator. How's it going to help me sell? Or potentially, how's it going to help me market my properties? Well, sort of but again, it's the bosses that pay the checks. Their biggest issue is not necessarily what houses they sell, although we're filming this in the autumn of 22, so the market might be changing. We're on the cusp of yep. changing to more of a buyer's market, but at the moment it's very much a seller's market, so estate agents still need to sell. 
isn't it interesting though that not many estate agency suppliers who pretend to be in the technology space don't actually have much uh, platforms, whatever you call them, to generate more business. Totally, but I mean, I think that is the biggest challenge that the estate agency bosses have today, which is satisfying the short-termism that the sort of we as negotiators and valuers have, which is how are you going to help me sell more houses right this minute? Or get more listings. Or get more listings. I would argue actually to get more listings is actually the more pertinent discussion, yes. um, to be perfectly frank. But the biggest challenge of those estate agency bosses, which I think is a challenge to their leadership, because in a lot of cases, quite understandably, they are ex-estate agents. But the biggest challenge of those estate agency bosses is how do I make my firm best place to survive the next 10 to 20 years? And what they haven't done is they haven't factored that in for the last 10 to 20 years. Because no, it's all very short. Pipeline. It's all the quarter. It's the size totally. of the pipeline. Yeah, and they, and they have a lack of long-term thinking in the industry. Which is do you think if estate agency bosses saw this more of a long-term thing and, and sought out tech to help them in the long-term that fundamentally they'll be better placed. hundred percent, but that speaks to that, that values aspect of the digital transformation structure framework that I was giving you, which is they've got to understand what their business stands for in 10 years' time. And that's really freaking hard for them to understand. And a lot of that comes to, again, going back, who are my customers in 10 years' time? Who are my competitors in, in 10 years' time? What data are we collecting now that can help us? And what innovations are we going to start trialing? And have that narrative that's going to feed both sort of the and I mean this in, in the greatest respect, the bottom of the chain of that um, estate agency um, branch or to the very top. And, you know, if you're talking larger um, agencies, you know, the shareholders, the investors. And that's why a lot of the estate agents suffer from really serious sort of innovators dilemma. And they've never got out of it, which is, you know, we've had a good business model in the past, but it's not necessarily fit for the future. Almost what got you there is not going to get you to where but, you want to go. But they're not the only ones struggling with it. You know, we've often been really critical of Rightmove suffering the innovators' dilemma. They can't, they cannot transition from their current business model. They're screwed, absolutely screwed. As much, in my view, as the estate agency model as it currently stands for, because they're only looking, as you quite rightly say, the next quarter, the next half year. They're not looking at, hang on, where are we going to be in ten years' time? How do we position ourselves to get there? And that's not always a technology answer. It's always a mentality shift and understanding what you're actually doing with the product. So coming back to the original question, is pop tech, prop tech full of shit? I think a lot of people have, have said that it's a buzzword, but in reality it's more of a mindset thing to enable agents to digitally transform, because all digital is just numbers, isn't it? And transform their business to play more the long term using the five points you mentioned. The very, the very um, uh, sort of definition of prop tech is it's one small part of the digital transformation journey, yada, 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 which I, mean, I, I penned back in 2017. So is prop tech full of shit? In parts, yes. In parts, it's full of hype, it's full of PR, it's full of marketing. But actually, if you have take a common sense approach to the whole thing, you will realize it is one, smart, one small part of that digital transformation journey that you as an individual has to go on, whether that's a negotiator or a boss, and fundamentally that change and transition that that company has to go through over the next 10 years. Thank you for your time today. All right.